Early Breakfast, 702, this morning. It is 23 minutes before the top of the hour, 6 a.m. You are listening to the Early Breakfast Show here on 702 for the Curious. And my name is Oliver Dixon with you uh, for the next 23, 22 and a half minutes. Uh, in this segment, we're going to be in conversation with Dr. Anna-Marie Grieber, who is a medical consultant to Pharma Dynamic. And we're going to be chatting about the threat that COVID-19 poses specifically to cardiovascular disease sufferers and the necessary precautions that they should take. Dr. Anna-Marie Grieber, good morning. Good morning, um, Oliver, and good morning to all the listeners. Thank you so much for joining us uh, this morning. I, I, I want to start here. Uh, we've since the start of uh, coronavirus messaging and and and, and uh, lockdowns and and that sort of thing, we've been warned that coronavirus is deadlier for those who suffer from uh, immuno some form of immunodeficiencies. Is it necessarily the case that those who live with cardiovascular uh, compromises and diseases are necessarily those who also fall into the category of people with immunodeficiencies? No, no, not necessarily at all. Um, And um, Oliver, on that note, I also just want to say that, you know, if you do suffer from cardiovascular disease, you are not destined to get the COVID virus. And uh, even should you be infected with the virus, you are also not destined to suffer a severe complication because of it. You know, I like to quote the European Society of Cardiology on this, uh, especially because, you know, Europe has been so badly hit um, by this disease. And they maintain, you know, that the majority of people, uh, even those with underlying cardiovascular disease, still suffer from a mild uh, respiratory illness, um, you know, when they do get the virus. It's just that patients who have underlying heart conditions uh, may be more at risk of developing a more severe form or developing more severe symptoms um, due to the virus. And what's the relationship between that? What in cardiovascular diseases um, uh, creates room for this virus to present more severe symptoms? Okay, so um, I think our listeners know that you know COVID nineteen um, is primarily a respiratory disease. Um, but you know when you suffer from a respiratory disease and you um, have a lung infection or your lungs uh, struggle to um, uh, efficiently, um, you know, provide oxygen to the rest of the body, then your heart has to work so much harder to pump um, oxygen-rich blood uh, ah. to the rest of your body, and and that sort of puts strains strain on the heart. The same with when you have a fever, you know, your heart rate goes up when you suffer from a fever and that puts strain on the heart. Um, and that is where being people with underlying heart conditions may develop complications. Right, that that is very very useful information in because in it, it's it's not sort of commonly known about what exactly cardiovascular means cardiovascular diseases mean in a practical sense. Let's move on to some of the precautions that uh, those who live with conditions uh, should be taking into account, mm-hmm. and of course those uh, their family that that function as their support systems as well. What precautions uh, should people take in mind? Um, I think that, Oliver, it's, it's important, you know, that all the ordinary precautions that um, we have been speaking about for the last couple of weeks, that patients with, um, you know, underlying heart disease or even lung disease, that they adhere to those 
precautions. Um, now those pertaining to washing your hands, avoiding uh, touching your face, avoiding close contact with others. Um, in addition to that, I just want to say that if you have a chronic underlying condition and you should develop any um, symptoms, you know, such as fever, a dry cough, trouble breathing, uh, chest pain or chest discomfort, discomfort, uh, it is extremely important that you do not postpone contacting um, your doctor um, and that you phone him or her for advice. Um, you can also phone the NICD helpline. But it really is important. I think there's such a lot of an, an anxiety out there and people are almost scared to find their doctors. Um, please don't do that. It is important that you get um, medical advice and or attention as quickly as possible. And, you know, even simple measures can help a lot um, to ease the strain on your heart should there be any. Yeah, and, and uh, that's in- incredibly useful, uh, Dr. Anna-Marie. I-, I also just want to move on to perhaps uh, m- medicinal advice because there's a lot of misinformation that's uh, making its way in, in, in the media. For instance, in America, Donald Trump uh, recommended that people make use of medication that is specifically for people with lupus um, and he somehow thought that uh, it helps with uh, some of the symptoms that present. Uh, people who have cardiovascular diseases uh, have to be obviously very careful about medication they can and can't take. Uh, and some of the symptoms that present may be symptoms that call for one particular medication, but if they take that, it may clash with the others. What sort of information and questions should they be asking their doctors? Um, I think that, you know, most importantly, um, if you suffer from, from a heart disease, it's most important that you continue with the medication that your doctor has prescribed for you. At the moment, there's definitely no sort of medicine or antibiotic that has been proven, you know, to treat the uh, COVID-19 um, virus. And, um, you know, there are trials um, ongoing, um, and we hope to have an answer soon. But at the moment, we treat patients symptomatically, so we will give them additional oxygen, we will give them something to bring their fever down. You know, for patients that do want to take um, uh, over-the-counter medicines or even health supplements, um, if you are on chronic medication, I think it's just important that you have a conversation with your pharmacist or with your doctor to ensure that there will no, be no medicine interaction. So phone your pharmacist, ask him, tell him what you're currently taking and ask him whether it's okay for you to supplement or to take any other additional medicines. Dietary requirements, because those th- that is also something that uh, patients with cardiovascular diseases take very careful note of what they eat and what they can't eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and given the lockdown, they may not be able to access some of the meals and dietary plans that they ordinarily uh, uh, access. Right? They may not be able to go mm-hmm. to their uh, to a restaurant or a takeout place where they typically go to have uh, a, you know a low fat food, for instance. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it it may present a problem in this particular instance they may not be able to go to the gym to work out and meet up with their personal trainers um, in that instance that can monitor them closely during their workouts to ensure that they don't uh, overdo it and, and, and find themselves in trouble what advice do you have as far as that's concerned um, Oliver, I have to say that pharmacodynamics um, 
sort of host two very important uh, web pages. The one is called I Change for Health, um, I Change for Health. Uh, and this sort of provides um, our listeners with easy ways to exercise at home um, without needing any additional equipment. So mm. I would like to invite them to visit that website. And then also um, another webpage hosted by Pharma Dynamics is called Cooking from the Heart. Now, all the recipes on this website have been approved by the Heart and Stroke Foundation. And what's best is that they are all affordable and easy to make. So you don't have to be uh, a chef or a culinary expert uh, to be able to make this. And uh, I would like, and because they're easy, you know, I'm encouraging listeners to have a look at that. It remains important, you know, that we do take, um, that we do eat fruit and vegetables even during lockdown, because that is where we get our important uh, vitamins and minerals to keep our immune system healthy. Mm. I just want to go back to a thing you mentioned earlier uh, as we wrap up. Uh, you mentioned, uh, Dr. Kreber, that um, people, uh, patients with cardiovascular diseases should expect uh, more severe presentations of symptoms. Is there an indication of what specific symptoms from the cocktail of symptoms that we know of uh, that will present specifically for people who have cardiovascular diseases? I think, um, Oliver, just on that note, I just want to stress again that, you know, if you do have an underlying uh, cardiovascular condition, um, it's not, you're not destined to get a, a more severe form of, form of the disease or to develop complications, but your risk is higher. You will have the same presenting symptoms, but, you know, because your heart may be stressed, um, if you feel a tightness in the chest or chest discomfort, uh, if you get chest pain, um, you know, or a tight sensation at the pit of your stomach, um, I think it really is important that you contact your healthcare practitioner. And uh, of course, like I said earlier, there's a lot of uh, uh, misinformation that's going around and uh, people have are very anxious at this moment and uh, very uh, susceptible to believe false and wrong information. Is there a one-stop shop portal uh, where uh, patients with cardiovascular diseases can uh, contact or uh, a website they can go to to verify specific information that is specifically directed at them during this particular time? Yeah, I must say, um, you know, the European Society of Cardiology, so they can just Google that, European Society of Cardiology. They've got a very nice page that are specifically aimed at patients with cardiovascular disease. And the information that they provide there is also relevant to, to uh, patients in South Africa. That's that's a fantastic and useful information. Dr. Anne-Marie Gierbe, thank you so much for your time this morning and joining us here on 702 Early Breakfast. Thank you, Oliver. Thanks for the opportunity.